Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is Minister MacMillan. We are starting today in Exodus 28. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this time with you. We ask, Lord, that you be with us in this word and guide us in all things that we see and read. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for your word today. And we ask, Lord, that it be a blessing in our lives as well as others. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to get started with chapter 28 of Exodus. Having Aaron, your brother, brought to you from among the Israelites, along with his sons, Nadab. Nope. Sorry, guys. Wrong thing. We're reading the wrong place. <laughs> we ended at 28. <laughs> All right. Let's get on track here. We are starting in 29 of Exodus. Okay. This is what you are to do to consecrate them. Now you're talking about Aaron and his sons. So they may serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two rams without defect. And from fine wheat flour without yeast, make bread and cake mix with oil and wafers spread with oil. Hmm. Let's go back over that again. Take a bull and two rams without defect, okay? And from fine wheat flour without yeast... Make bread and cakes mixed with oil. So I can only imagine that's water and oil and some kind of seasoning, maybe. And wafers and wafers spread with oil. So that would be thin, 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 thin cakes with oil on it. Put them in a basket and present them and, pre, and present them in it, along with the bull and the two rams. Then bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance to the tent of meetings and wash them with water. Take the garments and dress Aaron with the tunic, the robe and the infrared. The infrared itself and the breastplate, breastpiece. Fasten the infrared. Okay, it's stuck. Uh, infrared on him by its skillful woven waistband. Put the turban on his head and attach the sacred diadem to the turban. Uh, take the anointing oil and the and anoint him by pouring it over his head, and bring his sons and dress them in tunics and put headbands on them. Then tie sashes on Aaron and his sons. 
the priesthood is theirs by a lasting ordinance. In this way, you shall ordain Aaron and his sons. <clears throat> bring the bull to the front of the tent. Uh, uh, in the fr- bring the bull to the front of the tent of meeting, and Aaron and his sons shall lay their hands on its head. (coughs) 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 Slaughter Slaughter it in the Lord's presence at the entrance to lay their hands on its head. Slaughter it in the Lord's presence at the entrance to the to the tent of meetings. Take some of the bull's blood and put it on the horns of the altar with your fingers and pour out the rest of it at the base of the altar. Then take all the fat around the inner parts and cover uh, inner parts, the covering of the liver and both kidneys with the fat on them, and burn them on the altar. But burn the bull's flesh and its hide, so it's offral outside the camp. Okay, let me reread that. That's not making sense. Uh, but burn the bull's flesh and its hide and its offral outside the camp. Okay. It is a sin offering. Take one of the rams and Aaron and his son shall lay their hands on its head, slaughter it and take the blood and sprinkle it across the altar on all sides. Cut the ram into pieces and wash the inner parts and the legs, putting them with the head and the other pieces. Then burn the entire ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord, a pleasing aroma, an offering made to the Lord by fire. Take the other rams and Aaron and his sons and shall lay their hands on its head. Slaughter it and take take some of the blood and put it on the lobes of the right ear of Aaron and his sons, on the thumbs of their right hand, and on the big toe of their right foot. Then sprinkle blood against their altar on all sides, and take some of the blood on the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it on Aaron and his garments and on his sons and his garments. Then he and his sons and their garments will be consecrated. Take from this ram, take from this ram the fat, the fat tail, the fat around the inner parts and the covering of the liver, both kidneys with the fat on them and the right thigh. This is the ram for the ordination. 
for the basket of bread made without yeast, which is before the Lord. Take a loaf and a cake made with oil and a wafer and put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons and wave them before the Lord as a wave offering. Then take them from their hands and burn them on the altar along with the burnt offerings for a pleasing aroma to the Lord and offering made to the Lord by fire. After you take the breast of the ram from Aaron's ordination, wave it before the Lord as a wave offering and it will be your share. <clears throat> Consecrate those parts of the ordination ram that belonged to Aaron and his sons, the breast that was waved and the thigh that was present. This is always to be the regular share for the Israelites from Aaron and his sons. It is the contribution the Israelites are to make to the Lord for his fellowship offering. Okay, so they're basically saying for his ordination, okay, um, he's the, uh, him and his sons received the breast that was waved and the thigh that was presented. And this is always to be a regular share of the Israelites. So they always get that part no matter what. Uh, it is the contribution of the Israelites are to make to the Lord from their fellowship offering. Aaron's sacred garments would belong to his descendants so that they can be anointed and ordained in them. The, the son who precedes him as priest and comes to the tent of meetings to minister in the holy place is to wear them seven days. Take the ram of the ordination and cook the meat in a sacred place. At the entrance of the tent of meetings, Aaron and his sons are to eat the meat of the ram and the bread that is in the basket. They are to eat these offerings by which atonement was made for their ordination and consecration. But no one else may eat them because they are sacred. And if any of the meat of the ordination ram or any bread is left over till morning, burn it up. It must not be eaten because it is sacred. Do for Aaron and his sons everything I have commanded you, uh, taking seven days to ordain them. Sacrifice a bull each day as a sin offering to make atonement. Purify the altar by making atonement for it and anointing it to consecrate it. For seven days, make an atonement for the altar and consecrate it. Then the altar will be most holy and, who, uh, and whatever touches it will be holy. This is what you are to offer on the altar regularly each day. Two lambs a year old, or for one in the morning and the other at twilight. With the first lamb, or for a tenth of an ether of fine flour mixed with a quart of a hen of oil 
from pressed olive and a quart of the hen of of wine as a drink offering. Sacrifice the other lamb at twilight with the same grain offering and its drink offering as in the morning, a pleasing aroma and offering made to the Lord by fire. For the generations to come, this burnt offering is to be made regularly at the entrance of the tent of meetings before the Lord. And there and there I will meet you and speak to you there. Also, I will meet with the Israelites and the place will be consecrated by my glory. So I will consecrate the tents of meetings and the altar and will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve as priests. Then I will dwell among the Israelites and be their God. And they will know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of Egypt so that I might dwell amongst them. I am the Lord their God. <clears throat> so now... The Lord knows how man is, and he knew how these people were, that he didn't know. And the reason, why do you think that he uh, wanted man to um, <clears throat> build a tent for him? Do you think it was just to dwell there amongst the people, or do you think the Lord... Uh, had another reason in mind. <clears throat> okay, I want everybody to think about that. <clears throat> because The Lord always has reasons for doing certain things. And remember, he didn't stay with them. <clears throat> okay, let's move on to um, the altar of incense. Make an altar of arcadic wood for burning incense. It is to be square a cubic long and a cubic wide, and four cubics high. It's horns of one piece with it. Overlay the top and all the sides of the horn with pure gold, and make a gold molding around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding and two on the opposite side to hold the poles which to carry it. Make the poles of arcadic wood and overlay them with gold. And put the altar in front of the curtain that is before the Ark of the Testimony, before the atonement cover, that is over the testimony where I will meet you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on the altar every morning when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight. So incense will burn regularly before the Lord for generations to come. Do not offer 
on this altar any other incense or any burnt offering or grain offering. And do not pour a drink offering on it. Once a year, Aaron shall make atonement on its horns. This uh, annual atonement must be made with the blood of atoning sin offering for generations to come. It is <clears throat> most holy to the Lord. <clears throat> then the Lord said to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. Each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half shekel according, hmm, according to the sanctuary shekel. Okay. According to the sanctuary shekel. Okay. Which weighs 20 gyras. This half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over those 20 year olds or more are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half shekel and the poor are not to give less when you make the offering of the Lord to atone for your lives. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of a tenth of meetings. It will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord making atonement for your lives. <clears throat> okay. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin. With it, bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent of meetings and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. When every day entering the tent of meetings, they shall wash with their water so that they will not die. Also, when they approach the altar to minister by presenting an offering made to the Lord by fire, they shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for <clears throat> descendants for the generations to come. Okay, next is anointing oil. Then the Lord said to Moses, take the following fine spices, 500 shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much of that is 250 shekels of fragrant cinnamon, 250 shekels of fragrant cane, 50 shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hen of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrance blend that works of that work of perfume. Perfume. 
uh, it will be the sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of meetings, the ark of the testimony, the table, and all its artifacts. Uh, the, the table and all its articles. <coughs> the lampstand and its accessor, accessories. The altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings, and all the utensils. <coughs> Okay. <clears throat> and the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so that they will be most holy and whatever touches them will be holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them, consecrate them so that they may serve me as priests. Say to the Israelites, this is to be my sacred anointing oil for the generations to come. Do not pour it on man's, man's body and do not make any oil with, <clears throat> with the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it, and whoever puts it on anyone other than a priest must be cut off from his father. Then the Lord said to Moses, this is incense now, take fragrant spices, gum resin, oxygen, and gal galbanium and pure frankincense and um, all in equal amounts and make a fragrant blend of incense the work of a perfumer it is to be a it is to be salted and pure and sacred grind some of it to powder and place it in front of the testimony in the tent of means where I will meet with you. And it shall be made holy to you. Do not make an incense with this formula for yourself. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from its people. So you have the anointing oil and you have the incense. Okay, sacred anointing oil and the sacred incense. Okay. Um, <clears throat> then the Lord said to Moses, I have chosen Bezalel, Zael, son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill, ability, and knowledge in all kinds of crafts. 
-hmm. Yes. Okay. To make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze. To cut and set stones to work in woods and to engrave in all kinds of craftship. Maybe I have appointed, moreover, I have appointed Olab, Oholab, Lib, Oholab, Lib, Liab, Oholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, to help him. Also, <laughs> also, I have given a skill to all the uh, craftsmen to make everything I have commanded you. The tent of meetings, the art of the testimony, and the atonement cover on it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, the table and its articles, the pure gold lampstands, and all its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offerings, and all its utensils, the basin with its stand, and also the woven garments, both the sacred garments for Aaron, the priest and the garments for his sons when they serve as priest and the anointing oil and the fragrant incense for the holy place. They are to make them just as I command you. Okay, uh, the Sabbath. I pause a little bit there because I'm working on another project and I just got <laughs> It's funny how the Lord revealed things to you. I just got the answer to a question I asked earlier <laughs> about uh, certain people and certain tribes. And here it is right here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Okay, let's move on to the Sabbath. Then the Lord said to Moses, say to the Israelites, you must obey my Sabbath. This will be a sign between me and you for the generations to come so that you may know that I am the Lord who makes you holy. Observe the Sabbath because it is holy to you. Anyone who de desecrate it must be put to death. Whoever does any work on that day must be cut off from his people. For six days work is to be done, but the seventh day is a Sabbath of rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. The Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it from generation to come as a lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in the six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth and on the seventh day, he abstained from work and rested. 
When the Lord finished speaking to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tabernac- uh, the two tablets of testimony, the tablets of stone inscribed by the finger of God. Now, I last year I went over this Sabbath day and told everyone about the day, the Sabbath day. Uh, it's actually uh, Friday night sundown to Saturday. Uh, and most people uh, here in the Western uh, uh, West um, do their Sabbath on Sunday, which is it's 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 not right. It used to be years ago when I was much younger, and I'm talking years ago. Um, and I was a little girl. I remember before the blue laws came into effect, um, the, a lot of people did go to uh, church on Saturday. So, you know, still people went on Sunday, but a lot of people did Saturday. Not just the Jews, but a lot of other people did go on Saturday. And when the blue laws came into effect, it just knocked everything out of place. Uh, people that were going stopped going because they had to work. So um, a lot of this has been um, knocked off balance. And this is why people are facing problems right now. They don't understand why. The, the Bible is very specific. Regardless of what's going on in the world, we are the children of the law, and we're supposed to follow this. And if we're not following it, then we're incurring problems on ourselves. So when the Lord is telling you, you're supposed to be um, observing my Sabbath. Well, some people, oh, well, the Lord understands. And the Lord is very specific here about his Sabbath. Six days you are to work, and in the seventh day you are to rest, Okay. Um, and the way the blue laws have done things, they have people working Saturday, uh, working Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So there is no rest here. Okay. Um, and even, um, people get five days off. A lot of times they'll get a Monday or a Tuesday off, but they have to work Saturday and they have to work Friday. And, it's sundown Friday to Saturday, okay? So think about that. Think about that. Um, because he says here, the Israelites are to observe the Sabbath, celebrating it from generations to come as lasting covenant. It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he abstained from work and rested. And we're supposed to do the same thing. Okay, let's move on to uh, breaking the law. Okay, this is the golden calf. When the people saw that Moses was so long in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said, Come, make us gods who will go before, before us. 
As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. And the way they were talking is like they didn't care. <laughs> um, what happened to prayer? Aaron asked them, take off the gold earrings that your wives, your sons, and your daughters are wearing and bring them to me. So all the people took off. took off the earrings and brought them to Aaron. And he took what they handed him and made it into an idol cast in the shape of a cow, fastened it with uh, a tool. Then they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you out up out of Egypt. Now, see, <coughs> it's one thing to tell people that, those are their gods. But then to add insult, <laughs> you said out of Egypt. Only one God brought you up out of Egypt, and that was the Lord God Almighty. Right? But they were in error to start with, and so was Aaron. Fascinate, uh, let's see. When Aaron saw this, he built a uh, he built an altar in front of the calf and announced tomorrow there will be a festival to the Lord. So the next day, the people rose early and sacrificed burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. Afterwards, they sat down to eat and drink and got up to indulge in rivalry. Then the Lord said to Moses, go down, because your people whom you brought up out of Egypt. <laughs> That's funny. You know, the Lord brought him out, but he's talking to Moses because he's angry now. He's like, those people you brought out of Egypt. <laughs> and we know the Lord commanded him to bring them out of Egypt. So that lets you know the Lord is not pleased at all. Um, have become corrupt, and they have been quick to turn away from what I commanded them and have made themselves an idol, cast in the shape of a calf. And they have bowed down to it and sacrificed to it and have said, <laughs> uh, and have said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses, and they are stiff-necked people. Uh, now leave me alone so that my anger may burn against them and that I may destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. <laughs> but Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Oh, Lord, he said, why... Why should you your anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt, whom you, see how Moses put it, whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say it was with evil, great power and mighty hand? Why, I'm sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Why should the Egyptians say it was with great evil intent that 
that he brought them out to kill them in the mountain and to wipe them off the face of the earth. Turn from your furious anger and relent and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servant Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom... To whom... Yeah. What are those balls in the refrigerator? Oh, that's a cookie dough. You just put it on the stove, each ball, and they'll melt down. Don't get crazy. It's chocolate chip cookies. <clears throat> okay. Um. Oh, boy. Uh, but Moses, 11, but Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Oh God, he said, why should you anger, uh, anger burn against your people whom you brought out of Egypt with great power and mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say that it was with evil intent that you brought them out to kill them in the mountains and to and to wipe them off the face of the earth. Turn from your furious anger, relent, and do not bring disaster on your people. Remember your servant Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, to whom you swore by your own self, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and I will give your descendants all this land. I promised them, and I will be their inheritance forever. And it will be the inheritance forever. Then the Lord relented and did not bring on his, uh, and did not bring, on his people the disaster he threatened. Uh, Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the testimonies. So the Lord did not bring on his people the disaster he had threatened. So Moses turned and went down the mountains with the two tablets of testimonies in his hand, and they were inscribed on both sides, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting, he said to Moses, there is the sound of war in the camp. Moses replied, it is not the sound of victory. It is not the sound of defeat. It is the sound of singing that I hear. When Moses approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, his anger burned, and he threw the tablets out of his hands, breaking them to pieces at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calves they had made and burned it in fire. Then he ground it in powder, scattering it on the water, and made the Israelites drink it. He said to Aaron, why did these people do what, what did these people do to you that you led them into such great sin. 
Do not be angry, my lord, Aaron answered. You know how prone these people are to evil. They said to me, make us gods who will go before us. As for this fellow Moses who brought us up out of Egypt, we don't know what what has happened to him. So I told them whoever had a gold jewelry, take it off. Then they gave me the gold and I threw it into the fire and out came this calf. <laughs> Just popped out of nowhere. <laughs> Moses said, Moses saw the people were running wild and that Aaron had let them get out of control and so became a laughing stock of their enemies. So he stood at the entrance to the camp and said, Whosoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites rallied to him. Then he said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, said. Each man strap a sword to his side. Go back and forth through the camp from one end to another, each killing his brother and his brother and friend and neighbor. The, uh, the Levites did, <clears throat> did as Moses commanded. And that day, 3,000 of the people died. Then Moses said, You have been set apart to the Lord today, for you were against your own sons and brothers, and he has blessed you this day. The next day, Moses said to the people, you have committed a great sin, but now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I can make atonement for your sins. So Moses went back to the Lord and said, Oh, what a great sin these people have committed. They have made themselves gods of gold, but now please forgive their sin. But if not, then blot me out of the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will blot out of my book. Now go lead the people to the place I spoke of, and my angels will go before you. However, when the time comes for me to punish, I will punish them for their sin. And the Lord struck the people with a plague because of what they did with the calf. With, uh, with the calf Aaron had made. Then the Lord said to Moses, Leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt, and go up to the land I promised, an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will, I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Pezzarites, and the Hivites, and the Jezebites. Go up to the land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go with you because you are a stiff-necked people and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to moan and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, 
You are stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off their ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it calling it the tent of meetings. Anyone inquiring of the Lord would go to the tent of meetings outside the camp. And whenever Moses went out of the camp, all the people rose and stood at the entrance to their tents, watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance of his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man spoke with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Okay, so Joshua was really being primed for the position. Joshua was went to the tent of meetings, but he didn't he didn't leave. He stayed there with the Lord. Okay, <clears throat> so we don't know what the Lord was saying to Joshua while he was in the tent. Okay, uh, Moses said to the Lord, "You have been telling me, lead these people." but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your way, so I, am, so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. The Lord replied, My presence will go with you, and I will give you the rest. I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. And I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. 
Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cliff in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Okay, chapter 34, the new stone table. The Lord said to Moses, Kissel out two, chisel, sorry, chisel out two stone tablets like the first one, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablet, which you broke. Be ready in the morning and then come up on the mountain, Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may graze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first one and went up Mount, or went up Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried uh, the, he carried the two stone tablets in his hand. And then the Lord came down in a cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God. Slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Maintaining love to thousands and forgiveness and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the father to the third and fourth generation. Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshiped, O Lord. If I have found favor in your eyes, he said, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you today, and I will drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites, the Jezebites. Be careful. Do not make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or they will be a snare among you, breaking down their altars, smashing their sacred stones, and cutting down their Asherah poles. 
Do not worship any other gods, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them, they will invite you, and you will eat this sacrifice. And when you choose some of their daughters as wives for your sons, and those daughters prostitute themselves of their gods, they will lead your sons to do the same. Do not make cast idols. Celebrate the Feast of Unleavened Bread. For seven days eat bread made without yeast. As I command you, do this as an appointed time in the month of Abib. For in the month you came out of Egypt, the first offspring of every womb belongs to me, including all the firstborn males of this livestock, whether from herd or flock. Redeem the firstborn donkey with a lamb. But if you do not redeem it, break its neck. Redeem all your firstborn sons. No one is to appear before me empty-handed. Six days you shall labor, but on the seventh day, you shall rest, even during the plowing season and harvest, you must rest. Celebrate the feast of weeks with the first fruits of the wheat harvest and the feast of ingathering at the turn of the year. Three times a year, all young men are to appear before the sovereign Lord, the God of Israel. And I will drive out nations before you and enlarge in their territories. And no one will convert your land when you go up three times each year to appear before the Lord your God. Do not offer the blood of sacrifices to me along with anything containing yeast. And do not let any other sacrifice from the Passover feast remain until morning. <clears throat> Bring the best of the first fruits of your soil to the house of the Lord your God. And do not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. Then the Lord said to Moses, write down these words. For in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Moses was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights without eating bread or drinking water. And he wrote on the tablet the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses' his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterwards, all the Israelites came near 
and he gave them all the commands the Lord has given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But with, whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. Okay, we're going to stop here today at chapter 35. We'll pick up tomorrow. It'll be the tabernacle construction. Okay, everyone. I hope this was a blessing to you. There's a lot of interesting things in here um, that have been mentioned. Um, so if any of you have a Tyndale uh, Bible, please pick it up and go through it. Um, Tyndale included a lot. Like I said, his, his uh, Bible was on part when it came to the Old Testament. Um, he was pretty accurate. So, uh, by all means, pick one up, all right, if you can get your hands on one. This particular one, I have to say, I picked this up, I think, uh, at a bookstore, an old, old bookstore, or I might have gotten this from a library sale, but I don't think so. I think this one was at the bookstore. I have picked up a couple from the library, but this particular one I think was a bookstore. Okay, everyone, um, have a blessed evening. And uh, for those of you who would like to contact me, you can. Uh, Anchor.fm right slash Linda dash McMillan 9 or McMillian75 at gmail.com. Or you can throw me a line to Facebook. Uh, just look up Linda McMillan and just leave me a message and I'll get back to you, okay? All right, and any of you who would like to donate or sponsor us, there's two buttons at the end of this page. Uh, feel free to press on those buttons. Okay, everyone, have a blessed evening and good night.